Off-camber lighting, this is where we would say our good friends at off-camber lighting has a super discount for our listeners. Um, but they are going above and beyond. And they started their Black Friday deals. Early. Yeah. It's not Black Friday yet. Nope. So get on over, and they're up and running with that. Use the code Black Friday 40 Black Friday for 40. Somebody type that in the notes. In the comments, yeah. Black Friday 40, all caps. And you get 40% off of your purchase with free wow, shipping. And here's the kicker. There's no limit to that. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to empty their shelves. Make a shortage, just like we did with toilet paper and um, all the other shit that we ran out of um, last year, I need you to run a shortage um, for them. Buy them all. Buy all the lights. They're great lights. They're good people. Um, so do it. Black Friday 40. We'll check the show notes as well for that. Um, for the, it's uh, Just go Google search off-camber lighting. You Buy all their stuff. Hey everybody and welcome to the Jeep Life Podcast. We're the podcast where we celebrate the Jeep life and everything it has. And man, I gotta tell you, I love it. It's all Jeeps all the time. That should be our slogan, but it's not. Um, I, I'm just happy to be in the studio. Um, it, you know, it's amazing what going through a really long week will do to you. And then just walking into the studio kind of revives everything. It gets me hanging out with my, my buddies and all of our listeners again. Um, Bill, man, thanks for hanging up some some more stuff in the studio. Yeah, Looks good. We'll get there, and then I'll have to move. <laughs> right? It, it never it never go. never fails. As soon as we get everything kind of situated and comfortable, you know, we're, we're out. Homeless podcast. We are going to podcasting, man. So if anybody's got a good basement out there that wants to to house us real cheap, we're we're in. We like love it. Cheap is in free always, yeah. and we expect food and drinks. <laughs> <laughs> matter of fact, you're going to be, you know, supporting us. Right, yeah. Let's go ahead and tell you. Because yep. I'll be sleeping underneath the table, and yep. Don will be sleeping on top of the table. <laughs> um, I'm joined, as always, by my good friend Bill. Yeah. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Good to see you. Good to see you, young mm-hmm. fella, young buck. It's been a wild week, man. Well, it happens. It happens. And Don? I yes, feel like sir. it's it's always a good thing when I see you multiple times yeah. in the same week. Twice in the same week. Yeah, I love it. And I'm not shopping, buddy. I ooh, look at you. Uh-huh. You can be taught. <laughs> <laughs> I give it a week. Yeah, <laughs> I give it a week. So, yeah. yeah, I don't even know. It might make it to the third segment of the episode. Maybe, you, you're maybe. on. Yeah, you know, our thanks are our partners that we we talked about pre-show, and we couldn't do this without them. No, um, not. we have. I I really. I was just talking to. Shout out to Uncle Timmy. So, uh, family friends up visiting. We've always called him Uncle Timmy. Um, uh, and he, we were just talking about the podcast, and I was just talking about how great our partners were with him. Nice. So, yeah, yeah it, it, visiting from Arizona. It makes it so much better. Um, but you know wh- what makes it even better is our listeners and what they do for us. Um, and 
I can't say enough how much I love hanging out with those people, um, meeting them at our events, yeah. um, seeing their seeing their too. comments oh, on yeah. our during our live performances. Yeah. Um, but you know, the reviews that we get and the emails. Yeah. Keep them coming because it means the world to us to open up an email from a listener or see a review on Apple Podcasts or any other podcast. It really helps. It helps us get seen by more people. So keep doing those. Absolutely. Um, Send in in stuff. I love it. Um, It really helps. And with that, I'm asking listeners, I'm compiling right now um, a best of show for us. And we're going to put that together. So if you have a favorite moment or it's segment. minute segment together, Gus just cursing. <laughs> right. That easily could be it, done. Oh, it, no doubt. Yeah. It could. It could. Um, send in an email um, to info at gplifepodcast.com and let us know what your favorite episode is or favorite segment from an episode. And I'll, I'll include that in the best of for us. It was awesome. Man, yesterday was so good. Did you have fun? I did. I I have to, because my, we, we kind of talked about this, um, that my suspension is, is different. So it's the first time I've actually wheeled with that suspension. Yeah. And I'm, I'm getting so much more flex out of it. Yeah. I so much the, more. I saw the, the picture. What does it feel like when you're on rocks? Does it feel more planted? It, it in some ways, but I'm I'm feeling taller, so I have you know it it has a little more right the, the center the, the center of gravity's right, changed right um so I now I have to kind of figure out what what's different I have to feel things a little bit different because I I'm I, I I used to have to kind of cheat a little bit with the lower suspension right right and now I think you know, with that I've taken some of that out of the equation right, so right. now. I'm, Shock towers are getting in the way, um, so I just have to consider those more when I'm right, right. Oh, on the when, bottom, yeah, the shock mounts, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I need, I need to yeah. think about where I'm putting that tire on the rock. Before right. it was really, I just needed to get the tire on the rock. Right, right. <laughs> now it's where I put the tire right, on the rock right. to to well, keep I, from getting know, hung up there. You know, when I'm wheeling with bigger tire stuff, um, when I get the bigger obstacles, I really gotta, I, I. All the stuff so slow, and I'll set the Jeep down on it, and then I kind of get a feel for, you know, how hung up it is. And then yep. you're okay, you're gonna drag stuff over it. Yep. I don't want to drag, like, if I gotta lay into it to get it over it, done deal. You know, if yep. I'm creeping and it's still dragging the stuff over it, you're okay. Yep. You know what I mean? I mean yep. That's a big thing that, that I've learned with, like, when we're out with Billy and, you know, we're, or we're on black <laughs> know, or whatever. Right? You know what I mean? I, I'll do this stuff. I mean, some of this stuff, I, it's just pointless. I'm just going to end up damaging shit, so I right. don't. But, right. you know, um, but, you know, the rest of the stuff, the the blacks and stuff, with a good spotter, you'd be surprised. You just do it with a light foot. I try to crawl a lot of it, and then if I can't crawl it, I just mash it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I only mash when I know I am not going to break something or. But that's the difference. I'm right. mashing into. Not a lot of power into axles that are designed to right. hold yeah. a stupid yeah. amount yeah. of torque. My first half of the day yesterday was real, I guess, I was, I don't want to say nervous, but apprehensive a little bit. So that made me tense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 
I don't I don't feel like I I got too close to that tree that on on Barney Rubble, which mm-hmm. you know we had to pull rope for mm-hmm. literally to get me a foot mm-hmm. away, right? Um, but I, I felt apprehensive. But as the day went on, and and I just climbed right up upper anthracite. I mean, just climbed right up. There were no hesitations. Right, there were right, no. Right. It just it just well, went. A lot of it's and, getting a feel like it's it's just probably the I may have been out in my rig my jeep a half a dozen times on rocks yep yeah since i built it so yep. i'm just getting to the point now where i i know the i feel like i know the vehicle yep you know so can we go out on big rocks we can go out big rocks i i okay. i mean i want to take you on the upper part of barney rubble we were there we were there yeah but i wasn't there with them no, oh, you're talking about um above above oh across the road yeah what I don't no, know it's, if I was it tire to do that yes you do I know or, you and do. gear so the other part it's not tire as much as it is gear yeah I got to ride the snot out of that clutch but well, you being a stick shift that that makes that it even yeah uh, uh, I had to Emmanuel ride is snot out of that on Barney Rubble when you were you when you were winching um. The the white XJ up, yeah. you had to reposition, yeah. and you got right on the lip. And I I know for a fact that I would have fell over the lip right. if I was driving a manual. You were on it, dude. I I was I, I, I like was I've impressed it, as yeah. I was impressed as all hell with with where you put that. I feel like I've got it. I just don't have enough gear yet. Like I was just talking to Amy today. I got to order that transfer case. Yeah, and a number should work. That thing should pretty much crawl without having to touch the, yeah. the gas a whole lot. So awesome. right now, when so I'm on big rocks, I don't remember. It was like Final, 60. Final was like 68 to 1 or something like okay. that. Or 72 Mine's to 1. 66 to 1. On the red one. Or on your red, on your JK? No, on the buggy. 66 to 1 with, a four, with 40s. Mine was like 68 or something like mm-hmm. that with the 373 it'll and do, 4 to 1. It'll do great. Yeah. So, yeah. My, like, but now what I do is if I'm on a big obstacle, I literally have the clutch halfway in and I'm riding the clutch. Yeah. If I'm on a big right. obstacle, it'll, right, crawl, right. it'll crawl blue rocks all day long. Yep. But if I get on something big, I got I to gotta ride the clutch. Right. And it smells like, I'm telling you, I don't know what they use to manufacture those clutches. <laughs> it, and I are laughing. It, they smell it, like goddamn Chinese food. I, I wonder if that's on purpose so that you can smell when it's I burning. They smell, so you like know, freaking, yeah. they smell like lo mein. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, that's gross. But yeah, the, the second half of the day, um, I, had a, I had a partner in the in the Jeep and gathered, just, let's just some mud. And I'm like, you know, I don't do mud. It's it's not my thing. <laughs> and and so we hit it. And I my Jeep is a a, a, a disaster right now. I bet. But it it, it was fun. It was fun because everybody else was kind of carefully going around the the mud, and then I just kind of threw caution to the wind. And it, I will I will say this that while we were on Anthracite Road, the main road out, everybody was taking their time going zigzagging through. I, I kind of just took the straight line. End yeah, of the day, it yeah. doesn't and matter. I, now, I watch people in front of me playing, and I'm like, hey, second gear, idle, or low. Yeah. You know? But it, it was fun. I had a good time yesterday. Yeah. Everybody that was out, was, were, was, it was awesome. So. It was a good time. It really was. Absolutely. Uh, 
I, we have any events coming up? I it's winter holidays oh, coming up. December fifth at Lehigh Valley Zoo, Jeep Enthusiasts Event oh, in yeah. Pennsylvania oh, yeah. is hosting an event um, for their Christmas time get together. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're doing a little you know gathering in the parking lot for a little Jeep show, and then uh, they're going to go into the Lehigh Valley Zoo and enjoy the festivities of the lights and everything at the Lehigh Valley Zoo and say hi. To they do a good job. Yeah, they do a good job with that. Yeah, absolutely. So it's always fun. That's what we got going on. Nice. To the end of the okay. year. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm I might be going wheeling. Happy Thanksgiving. We got Christmas. Coming. <laughs> you know, there's some holidays. We're gonna be busy. Oh uh, yeah, so. personally and and professionally. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, so. Um, yeah. So if you have or know of an event that we need to publicize, oh, send that email. Hold in. on. Yeah. I mean, oh, we you can know, talk no, no, about I do, events. I do know. Hold one. up. Do you? I was just talking to our good buddy, Miss Holly Fire. Oh yeah. And she was throwing out some dates, sprinkling some uh, summertime fun out at AOAA. I can't release the date. All right. But. But. I she's coming say back. She's coming back. She's planning it right now. And she's been throwing out hints of her schedules coming out soon. So I can't say the dates, but she is coming back at some point. Yeah. I'm going to leave it to her to release that. Right. Um, and then also we're going to be Jeep Enthusiasts of Eastern Pennsylvania is going to be down at Jeep Invasion in Wildwood, so we're going to yep. be joining them again. Yep. We're going to be down there as well. We'll be down there. I heard some ADK might be coming back as well. Might be heading AD, to the ADK is, oh, yeah. is no, on, it's on the books. Yep. It's yep. That's on the books. Yep. Now, we got a lot of events coming up for next year if we want to talk about that. Right. Now, yep. There is something coming up that's going to be soon, though. So you got? the first week in December is drop off brand new Jeep parts at Don's house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've got that marked on my calendar. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> anyway, the premise of that is Don needs parts for his Jeep, yep. and uh, you just feel like dropping them off. And like FedEx, just put them on my doorstep, and uh, I'll collect them later. You don't even have to ring the doorbell if you don't. No, ring. please don't. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I like I, that's my favorite event. I, we're going to make that an annual event, I believe. Oh, absolutely. We yeah. may, may make it Bi-annual. twice a year. Right, yeah, right. Size Dana 60. <laughs> <laughs> Extra Yo, wide. guys, get your own events. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, but if you have an event, we'd like to put it out there. Send us that at info at um, gplifepodcast.com. Jumping right in, we have some more steering, and I know that... Um, I'm looking at steering components that says universal fit, and that's never a good <laughs> No, <thing. laughs> no, I, I do not buy anything that says universal fit. I love it. I don't buy shirts that are universal fit, and you shouldn't buy <laughs> steering parts. Well, they're included. Um, but I know, Don, you put together some some stuff in, in Billy. Yeah, yeah. Yep, um, so let's jump right in. All right, so last week we talked about um, so the steering components, what they all do. We started from, you know, the steering wheel all the way down to, you know, the knuckles. Uh, this week we thought, we the idea was we were going to talk about hydraulic and mechanical upgrades, but as I was putting these notes together, uh, turns out there's a lot to talk about just with the mechanical stuff. So we will 
start we'll do hydraulic next week so okay. this week it's going to be all your your linkage like your drag link your intermediate shaft columns stuff like that and we will get into uh the the meat of it next week with the hydraulic stuff so starting with the mechanical stuff um you know i threw steering wheels and columns on here because um uh, there's there's a couple company that makes columns out there um, but there's really no need to change. It's not like a part that commonly breaks on a JK. The columns that are out there are typically designed for custom dashboards, like mm. Genrite has a column that works with their aluminum dash. Um, however, you can pick up steering wheels now. So, you know, um, I need a new one. On the buggy? Yeah, I need I not metal. Really not like metal, right? The buggy, to be honest with you, I think you do too. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. But cold. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry for the side note, guys. <laughs> no, it's not a side note. We're talking about steering wheels. But, you know, uh, now JKs have a pretty good steering wheel on them. You know, it's thick. It's leather. Mm. You know, it, it's comfortable. Thick. Uh, <laughs> I, nobody likes a skinny steering wheel. Nah, man. You need a good girth in your you, hand. You do. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> So anyway, um, you know, they are making, Grant's making a kit out there. It's a one-inch spacer and adapter what? plate. There are wheels, steering wheels that you can disconnect and take the, the There's some wheel safety factors, though, in the steering wheel in the 21st century. There is an airbag in it. Right. So you don't want to remove that for an everyday driver. Right. You know, Absolutely. there are some, I guess what I wanted to talk about, the, the reason you would get a steering wheel, um, if you want to change the ratio of how far the steering wheel turns versus the wheels right you change the diameter to steering wheel so steering wheel smaller steering wheel less right less turn so if you're doing high speed stuff you may go to a smaller steering wheel Mm. cheaper than changing a uh you know or the other thing you might be doing putting in some type of aftermarket system aka like an orbital valve or something of the sort where you want to put in a custom steering wheel steering right or custom you know, steering. Car. So I want to be a bus driver and get that big ass. That big ass steering. I want. Wheel? I want one with a yeah. knob on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So yeah. can I do that with my Jeep? No. No. Mm-hmm. No. I looked today. There's none for you. <laughs> so you know, that's the big thing for steering wheels. The other part of it is you can. A lot of them are disconnects. So if you're in a in a buggy with a cage and stuff, it's a little easier to get out. Like yours, like you know, as I put the doors wheel. on and yeah. you know, you need to pull the steering wheel to even somewhat get into it. Right, right. So there's that, and like I said, and it does change the ratio of can't get that leg in, man. It's waiting some time. Wait until you're older. Um, <laughs> no, right. So you know, the size of the steering wheel does change the ratio of uh, how you turn the wheels. So. Um, but down from that is intermediate shafts, and they can be problematic in JKs. So I've seen several times where they've broken. I've seen loose ones already where the joints, usually in the joint, mm-hmm. in the rag joints on it. Um, there's a couple companies out there that make rag joints just for them that you can replace, but there's a company, Borgeson, that makes heavy-duty intermediate columns. So that's that collapsible column that goes from your... Um, steering column down to your box. Okay. And what happens is... It's like the final linkage. It is. It is. But, like, when we're on a trail, like we were this weekend, and, and, and it, you know, you get on some rocks and you get some steering fade, then we start yanking on the wheels. So now we're putting excessive pressure on those. Well, and... Yeah, so it's, it's the translation of the mechanical connection. So that's the big thing with, like, when we start talking about 
uh, steering and full hydro versus uh, what's on a JK. Right. It is a mechanical connection, meaning that when you put a force into it, yep. you can, if there is no hydraulic assist anywhere, meaning that motor's off, you can still steer you the vehicle. You can still steer the vehicle. Okay. Right. Which there's some borderline stuff now as I'm discovering that I can still steer my buggy with no motor on. Interesting. the orbital valve and how it's set up. Right. So there's different ways you can set these things up. However, as he's saying, once you get into that steering phase, you're losing your hydraulic assist because you're 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 overheating you're the overheating pump or the whatever. Pump, this, right. that, and the other thing. Now you're just putting that torque into like a square drive right. that isn't meant for no, it. it's splined. I think they had thirty or twenty-four splines. I whatever, yeah. it doesn't matter. I, I read today I was looking, but well, yeah, I mean, they, they break. Yeah. So, but um, they're, they're also not case-hardened. They're not spine. meant for that. They're not. So right. you know, you're not supposed to be putting a lot of... I mean, typically when the power steering's working, you're putting hardly any yeah. pressure on it. Well, when we're on a trail and the power steering fails, we're all hanging on our steering wheels like a bunch yeah. of monkey butlers. <laughs> right. So, you know, and, and it's yeah, and I it's was doing that yesterday. Yeah. I was, like, literally pulling all my weight on, yeah, the, on, right. the, on the steering wheel to try to Plus turn it before I move. feedback from, yeah. you know, rock crawling and stuff. So you get, you know, you... Like I jammed the rock hard, um, taking was it who, Jason? No, not Jason. What was his name? No, the the other XJ. The other XJ yeah. back. Yeah. Um, I I was looking in my rearview mirror going down the one hill and I jammed the rock real hard. Yeah. I mean, it tossed the steering wheel. So there's that feedback. You know yeah. what I mean? Like and I had it my hands it in on both it, directions then too. Right, so you're, right. You're getting both sides of the right quickly. So it's it's you know that's one of the things that I'm probably gonna do. Sooner rather than later, because I've seen a lot of them, you know, fail, and, mm-hmm. and I just, you know, Justin, not an expensive part. Justin, Justin immediate yeah. feedback, Justin. Justin, yeah. yeah. And another, and if you're not translating that forces back into that intermediate shaft, the next kind of where you're putting it is in your steering box. Heavy transition. A couple of times. <laughs> Sorry, I was <laughs> do it again. I was. <laughs> and if you're not putting all that force into your intermediate shaft, you're putting it into your steering box. Right. So, um, so your steering box works on in a JK. It is a worm-driven. It's worm gear. Yeah. It's a worm gear. Yeah. So you put a rotational force in a lateral direction and we're translating at 90 degrees yep. using a worm gear right. into the Pittman Pittman shaft. arm. Pittman well, arm, say it's that shaft. sector sector Pittman, shaft. Yeah, sector shaft. Into the sector shaft. Yeah, so which there's where a big thing is and a lot of guys are doing is they're putting in the big board boxes which you can increase your sector shaft from right. I think it's like a 7 8 I don't know. I know it's bigger. The you sector shaft is beefed up, but, yeah. but it's also got a bigger chamber for the piston. But we'll talk about that right. for for you know as more. Yeah, power that's assist. more on the hydraulic right. side. But the the big part of the big bore box is you're taking your um, shaft from what up to an eighty millimeter size piston, and then also you're increasing your pinion or sector shaft size to. 42 millimeters right. versus like I think it's a right. 36 millimeter. Right, right. So that's a 35 percent increase in strength, right. which that's what I broke when I was out in the Cherokee. Right, 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 right. On lower anthracite. On lower anthracite. Yep. So they make they make um, braces for them. So um, typically in Wranglers, the brace looks a little different. Uh, like not not Jake. I should say 
YJ and TJ braces look different. So I'm assuming they're having different problems with different vehicles. Hmm. YJ TJ's has a brace that just goes around the front of the steering box, or I'm sorry, the back side of the steering box, and goes literally across to the frame and bolts over at the frame. Um, the, the JKs tend to use a sector shaft brace. Um, so I'm assuming the deflection that's happening is happening at different points in the frame. So when I say deflection, like Cherokees, like you, like you can see, you can see in a Cherokee My box or move, move in and out. The frame is so thin. Right. And I assume that they have those issues. I know I had that issue on my TJ and I had to put, when I had the 33s on it, I had to put the, um, you put frame I, stiffeners, basically. Basically, it just went straight across mm-hmm. from, you know, one on the back side of the, the power steering box across to the other frame because it literally would move the back of the box in and out an eighth of an inch. I mean, mm. it just it was mm. pulling on the frame. So I think that's where my issue was in the next show is that I had too much frames. I had a frame stiffener, a radiator stiffener, and a steering box yeah. stiffener yeah. all in there. That yeah. thing was so braced in there, and then when I went into that dip, yeah, it... Just pushed everything against it, and that's where the weak link was with the sector shaft. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think, um, you know, again, I, to talk about when you need these things, I think if you have a well maintained vehicle and you're running 35s and you're using it, yeah. you know, I think you're probably okay with like a factory intermediate joint if you keep an eye on it. I think you're okay without bracing the steering box if you keep an eye on it you know and you're not going to be places that are super remote so if you do break you know you're not too far like when we broke yours it literally was a 20 minute ride to AutoZone, 20 minutes back again <laughs> but that day literally our entire job that day was, was to fixing jeeps was to drive to aoa oh, go to the furthest yeah. point in the park yes break fig- something and then fix jeeps multiple jeeps all right right and then our parts there. runner our yeah. parts runner broke <laughs> right, and then and then we we went home. Yeah, it was a good day. I drove my Jeep to brake fit and drive it home. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, that's that's um, breaking the steering box in your driveway is way too easy. Yeah, right. Why can't that happen? So now below that we have a pitman arm too. So there's different variations of this too. So there's drop pitman arms, which will help to correct. Um, I'm sure what Billy's just dying to talk about. Geometry between track bar and drag link. Mm -hmm. Um, But Mm -hmm. uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. But ultimately, the pitman arm, if you want a quality pitman arm, you need to go forged. So if you want anything that's better than factory on there, do a forged. So the pitman arm actually drops off of, it's kind of a a L-shaped piece of metal that drops off the sector shaft and, or no, S-shaped, I guess. It's like a weird SL something. Um, Drops down and your drag link connects to it. It's what transmits rotational motion to kind of left and right motion Mm -hmm. to turn the drag link. Um, But like I said, we'll talk about pitman arms versus flip kits and stuff like that in a minute. Um, But if you want it, if you want a heavier pitman arm, like I said, do forged. Don't, don't buy any, uh, you know, something labeled heavy duty cast. No. It's got to be forged. Um, and again, you got 35s on your JK, you're probably okay. 33s on a TJ or an XJ, you're probably okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's when you get into, you know, when we talk in JK terms, you know, 37s, 38s, 40s, you're going to yep. really need to start looking at a lot of this stuff. Um, flip kits. So we talked briefly about this, but um, flip kits. I would say those more along the lines of like 
once you start getting the bigger suspension lifts, that's when you're starting, you're going to need a flip kit more or less. So, I, and I agree. And today I was trying to find a solid number for that. And I saw four everything. Inches. No, I saw everything from two inches to four and no. a half inches. Do not do it if you're at a two inch. So, I was going to say, my, my Jeep nets about three inches. And I don't have, I have a little bit, but Terif, not much. Teraflex says in their instruction manual, if you do not have yes. three inches and above, do not, do use not it. even buy but this kit. Was uh, was it more? More rides? Two inches. Somebody said two inches. But you're gonna you're the problem is is what happens when you start flipping that low is you're almost making your drag link too parallel to the ground, and that is a problem. Oh, sure it is. So so the ideal what we're talking about with bump stop. Let's talk about what right. bump stop is first of all. So you have two components bump that steer. go. Bump steer, sorry. You have two components that go from the um, axle, essentially, up to the frame. And right. because you have that connection from the axle to the frame, when the suspension articulates and moves, if those are not um, within a certain, if the geometry is not within a certain angle, it actually translates that suspension movement into um, it actually it, it'll move the pitman arm and you get what feels like you know steering wheel is that what we talked yeah, there's about a third part to this and this is what actually causes the bump steer is that there's a torsional bar in your steering box that allows the, the valving in your steering box to open and close more to add more pressure and assist to your to your valving so as this goes through and you hit that bump, mm -hmm. it rotates this bar in the opposite direction, allowing more pressure to go in the opposite side and actually physically moves your the hydraulic. So you have the hydraulic movement, So right. it's a hydraulic bump steer. So you're getting both the physical force. The action is yep. started yeah, yeah, the by, the, by the steering wheel, and then it's finished out by the steering box doing what it's supposed to do on adding more assist into the opposite <laughs> right, direction right. through the power but it, valve. But it throws right. it off completely right. wrong. Yeah. So you actually get the steering wheel where it'll, it'll right. drift the steering wheel. So the idea is to keep the drag link as close to parallel as you can with the track bar. Correct. So in order to do that, it, it depends a lot on the Jeep, but most of us, I would choose and, a flip kit. So I would choose a kit where, uh, you know, where you move the drag link to the top of the steering knuckle and you, um, now there's some drilling required. You got to put a sleeve in there, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and uh, there's usually, like I said, you got you to gotta taper it and then, you know, usually it's a new drag link um, and usually the good kits have a new track bar as well. Um so that's that's one way to do it. Now the other way to correct it is with a, a drop pitman arm. So they give you a longer drop pitman arm to get the drag link closer to what the track bar is, mm. track bar angle. Um, heavy duty steering components. So one ton steering. Um, you know what you hear about a lot of people switching to is one ton steering components. It's just basically a heavier drag and tie rod ends. So, um, not a whole lot to talk about there, but I will throw this warning out there. Watch for backspacing on wheels when you do flip kits and heavier duty drag stuff. And um, actual size of wheels, too. Yeah, well, a lot of them will say, they'll stipulate, you know, right. a minimum of a 17-inch wheel with a four and three-quarter backspacing. Right. Or, or it'll end up rubbing on the inside of the mm -hmm. wheel. 
So um, is, does that mean no 15s or no 20s? Which direction? No 15s. Minimum right. 17 inch. Right. 18 would be better, but nobody runs 18. Right. So usually it falls back to your back spacing then. Right. Um, Ball joints. So the joints, ball joints, I explained were the, the joints. Your pivot point. Right. At the end of, you've got them for the steering knuckle, upper and lower. You've got them on both ends of the drag link, both ends of the tie rod. Um, and those can Unless come Unless you get real fancy and you start using Heinz. Right, which I have in the notes. Um, so when, you're, when you want to upgrade those, um, you're, what you're looking for is a steel cup and ball. Big shit. Well, steel cup and ball, because um, the factory comes with like a hardened nylon setup. Oh, you're saying for the ball joint, right? Right. I'm saying I was Heim saying joints. for when you go to when you go to Heim joints, and that's right. when you get the big shit. Right. The um, steel ball and joint will do fine. Mopar makes a heavy duty ball joint kit. Mm -hmm. uh, Terraflex, uh, Skyjacker. There's a number of them out there. However, I would seriously, and this comes from my own experiences, I, I would not buy adjustable preload ball do joints now. Not and it's it. not the fact that they're not good. It's they're too much work to set up. They seriously are. And that's really it, what it's... It's just not yep. worth the time. The idea is great. As they wear, you can adjust right. it and they last longer. Yeah. But honestly, if you get a good ball joint and... You shouldn't... You, you shouldn't... Really, right. Yeah. No. The only, the only maintenance you should do is greasing them right. properly. And, right. You know, yeah. So... Um, like you said, you can have Heim joints on them, and that's usually really, really big stuff. Or I mean, that's that's bulletproof. But yeah. there's some more maintenance with that as well. Yeah, there is. You constantly have to check it. Yep. It's yeah. So, um, wear out too. If the as far as ball joints go on your knuckles, there are ones that you can adjust camber, so you can rotate and adjust camber. However, I will throw this out there: if you're using those, something else is wrong. Yeah, you so if your it. camber is off, right, you probably tipped in the top of the seat on them. That's what yeah. happens with most JKs, TJs, yep. you know. It is one way to get around it, though. It is, right. And if you brace it afterwards and you want to get your camber close to back where it was, you could throw fix, those in fix there. Fix it the right way. Right. I agree. I would, I would, you know, probably cut that in, cut the seat off, the new seat on. But, um, what's that? How difficult is that? It's not, actually. Tubes are harder. Oh. Um, steering stabilizers. So steering stabilizers. Um, they're they're useful. <laughs> they, they they do make a difference. Um, but basically, there's there's again the one that's on stock jeeps is really small. Um, and isn't meant what you pay for, for. Well, it it isn't meant. You know, when he designed it, it wasn't meant for a thirty five inch tall tire. Right. I mean, you're probably going up 40% in weight with wheels and tires. It's it's going right back to the steering wheel. It's about right. the amount of girth. Right, right, right. I was going to go there, but I decided not to. Three dudes sitting um, around a table yeah, talking about girth. Seriously, seriously phallic. Um, but anyway, the steering stabilizer, I, I think... Uh, you know, typically what you get is one, you know, you get better, you'll get a bigger stabilizer, you get a bigger, you know, I don't even want to say it, like a, a bigger shaft. Um, well, it's not shaft, it's, so. Well, like, no, you get a bigger shaft and body. Right, yeah, so his, 
new one, it's there's different you know technology in them too. So, well, I was you know, going to say that different next. types of valving. There's or um, adjustable or valving. Adjustable, yeah. Or there is there's the quick you know there's right. They do there's have the quick some are oil, some are nitrogen. Sometimes they have rebound this, that, and the other thing. Right. Right. Um, so, so you you are improving, you know what I mean. You are improving not just the size of it, but then you get into like I said, there's different different things that we use to dampen the inside. Some are hydraulic, right. some are some are nitrogen filled, right. um, and you emulsion. have emulsion. Yeah, they and you have, have and you have adjustments. So um, that's kind of your steering upgrades. I like it. You know, I, well, I mean, that's that's for the mechanical side. So right. we need to talk about the hydraulic side. Well, which uh, I, we kind of live in, leaving out a couple things. Um, steering knuckles. Oh, yeah, I wanted to put that in. Steering so knuckles. knuckles, yes. uh, one of the big things that you see a lot on JKs or as you get up in axle size is reed racing knuckles and their ability to give you a high steer option as well. Right, so you don't have to flip it. Right, so you don't flip it necessarily, but... You are flipping it, but you're not flipping it. So basically, all you do is you move your entire uh, tie right. rod up right. and drag link right. on top. So now, here's the other part of it, too, and I, this is why I want to put this in. There's not really, we don't have a lot of problems with JKs, TJs, YJs with yeah. steering knuckles. Um, but JLs, we do, because they're aluminum. They're breaking yes. steering knuckles because they're, they're aluminum. aluminum. Right. So, you know, if you're in a in a... In a um, and a JL with, uh, you know, 37 inch or mm -hmm. bigger tires, you really might want to look at a set of cast knuckles. Yep. Uh, also, you have you heard of ball joint deletes for JKs? Where they put the pin down through? Yeah. Yes. Have you seen the, do you know much about them no. or anything like that? Mm -hmm. okay. I don't know that I would, I think I, if I were going to do that, I'd just go hind. Okay. You know, I think, but yeah. No, 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 no. I'm saying the actual steering knuckle ball joint delete. Yeah, they put they put bolts. Oh, yeah, they put bolts down through them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think. I don't know. I don't have. They we don't have. Once you get a set of heavy duty ball joints on yeah. them, I'm just wondering. Yeah. No. Um. What else you got? Everything else is on the hydraulic, hydraulic side. Pumps. Yeah. There's. We can talk more about boxes later. Um. Coolers, yeah, yeah, thing. fluid and all that. We'll yeah, talk about yeah. that stuff next week. But as far as the mechanical side, like I said, this is a uh, stuff pulley wanna... size. Yeah, we'll talk about that next week because that's part of the hydraulic. Okay. Yeah, but you know, far as the, check your belts. Far yeah. as far as um, having you know the mechanical side of it, we're looking at just a quick recap: steering wheels and columns uh, really aren't a big thing with Jeeps. Typically, mm -hmm. we. You know, you buy a new column because you put a custom dash in. Mm -hmm. uh, intermediate shafts are huge, though. I definitely, yeah. that's going to be, that's on my short list. Um, I, I'm not going to change my Pittman arms. They seem to hold up, um, you know, across the board in Jeeps. Uh, I'd rather do a flip kit, which I'm mm -hmm. right in the verge. I get a little bit of bump steer with mine. Um, and then, of course, the heavy-duty steering components. And, and yeah. the idea of the thicker... You know, when you're bumping rocks and you get less deflection out of them, um, you know, and a big thing for me is I'm going to, you know, as my ball joints start wearing out, I'm going to replace the heavy-duty ball joints. Um, I'm probably not going to do a steering box brace. Again, we don't have a whole lot of issues with JKs and, and steering Just boxes. Just hydro assistant anyway. Yeah, probably, point. you know. So, um, that's it. You know how you get rid of death wobble and bump steer? Hydrosis? Hydrosis. Yeah. 
So that's that's one way of doing it, man. Thanks for all that information. I mean, it's, I know it's sometimes um, going into this much detail can be a little eye glossing. But the other thing is maybe you don't need it right now. No. But be able to be, being able to reference this in the say, future. That's, that's my idea yeah. when I do this. That people can be like, oh yeah, hey, you know what? I'm gonna jump on their website. Yep. Go back to when they were talking about steering stuff, and I'm going to reference this stuff out. You know? Exactly. So, so it, it's great information, and I appreciate yeah. all the effort both of you put into that. It's it's amazing. Maybe I'll do that on the YouTubes. Yeah. I'll break down our episodes into like... Oh, yeah. Topics. topics. Oh, we could do that. That'd be great. That's a lot of work, but maybe we can do that. Let's break down that bracket. Yeah, I like that. Oh, like a lot. That was a, um, a beautiful segue. Um, so we've we've been doing this this battle of the brackets on on this lighting. Isn't, this isn't even a comparison this week, really. Man. The, all right, you so put these two together. So here's here's what we got. First week you put we Amazon did this. Amazon and Oracle together would have been fir- better. First week. Um, yeah, but you guys we, chose Oracle over Mopar. We, we, Mopar and Oracle. Was that like a, Oracle like, wins? Let's just stop there a second. Was that like a hey, let's fuck with Dom tonight? It might, it might have been. Might have been. So you should have said this out before. Yeah. Last week, on us. Yeah. Last week we talked about Truck Light and Quake, and Truck Light won. Right, right. It came right. out on top. Um, well, and tonight, talk, Truck Light is like. It's hey, like yo, the gold standard, right? Like, we Ish. know what we're doing. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to see where, you know, they're going to... Yeah. Give me a tough one. Um, but tonight, Quadratech versus the Amazons. All right, let's... What is Amazon? Let's, ta- <laughs> let's talk about Amazon to start with, because... Do they have like Amazon Basics? No. G- <laughs> I don't. I don't think they do. But what we're, Amazon encompasses all the... The, like EAG the, the, and EA, yeah. yeah, all the Chineseum. So all let's the, just say if it like costs under fifty dollars, right? It falls no, under hundred. Let's put under hundred. Under hundred. It falls under. Can you get oracles for a hundred on Amazon? No, I don't. Think uh, so. I think every. I think the reasonable lights are. You're still looking at like two hundred bucks on. So I'm going to say this to start out with. I took my stock JK halogen lights out. Yes. And put and put in Amazon. JW speaker knockoffs. Yeah. And they were a serious upgrade oh, over really? over yes. the stock. Like yes. night and day. Yes. Like literally one looked Until like they hit a puddle and they all stopped working. <laughs> no, they still it's still <laughs> they right were, almost started flashing. They, they, they work. They work. They work great. Now I will but say that got the, like the one good pair out <laughs> yeah, of like I know, the right? Six line. million they sold <laughs> yeah, that exactly. year. Now the beam patterns weren't clear. No. So when you when you set up the aiming, you can aim them, but they're not clear. Yeah, they de- off the garage. They're not they're <laughs> not clear de- delineations. It's right. fuzzy. Right, right, right. But they were they were bright. They did exactly what they were supposed to, until I put the JW speakers in there, and you definitely see the delineation, the right, right, the, right. the beam right. pattern. So I will say that for the eighty nine or ninety nine dollars that I paid for them, they were. Fantastic. Okay. For what they were. I've never put them in anything, so I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I, you know. They're good for the $149 or okay. whatever I spent on them. Well, let's talk about those Quadratech lights. The Quadratech lights, especially the LEDs, the 
for the heated LED <laughs> beautifulness that they offer. Yeah, yeah. That's, so that I, I've awesome. never, I've never had a pair, but I've recommended them to some people. They're, they are they're good sweet. lights. Now, what's the cost on them? A lot. I think they start at two. The the Gen two started no, two ninety nine. Oh, the heated version so, th- does jump I'm up. I'm gonna be honest with you. There is do not buy a set of LED headlights anymore. Now, if you live in the northeast, yeah. are given and you in the snow region, without you know, get the heaters because you're not gonna be able to see driving down the highway. Right. I it, just get out and clean them off. Yeah. Right. Well, but either way, even their um, you know, non-heated version. If you're going, if you live in the southern regions. Um, just their beam pattern's really good. They're they're they still look like that classic, you know, Jeep light. Yeah, I I was gonna say it's the most Mopar looking right or stock looking light right, that right. really throws like out a great looked, beam. Yeah, they do yeah, look great. They've yeah. got that middle section yeah. that um that holds the actual filament. Yeah. The the LED that right. reflects off the um the mirrors. I I like them. I oh absolutely. If I didn't have truck lights, you know, it would be the the quad lights, Quadratech lights. So I'm they call them Quadratech Stealth lights, right? Uh, or is that just on. one I'm variation of it? So Quadratech Stealth lights. Don't go! Like, don't 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 go on Quadratech's website while we're working. <laughs> no, you're not shopping. It's a line the the of lights. Yeah, that's a different line. The stealth is the Stealth. Okay. It's a line of lights. All right. So there's the the Gen two LED lights three twenty nine for the JKs. Um, oh no, they do offer a stealth black stealth Q version. Yeah. Of their Quadratech light. And then there's the heated LEDs, and those do, those do jump up in price. The they're premium like heated. Something. Yeah, they're they're um, for the XJs and the YJs five forty nine. Um, so they're they're a little pricey there. Um, I can't believe you guys aren't filtered. I'm filtered. I can't even get in Quadratech's website. <laughs> I know, right? And but that that's still not that bad when you talk about top tier lighting. I no, mean, and that's for these, heated. That's right. Some of these right? lights, like they JW are speakers, are six hundred dollars before they were heating them. Right. Right. So, you know what I mean? It's not that bad. A Mopar LED is $600. Yep. So, again, the price on that is very, very reasonable. Absolutely. Very um, competitive. For, for both of those. The yeah. Gen 2, you know, if you don't, if you don't need the heated, there, it ranges from $299 up to, to $400. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's a very reasonable. And that's for both, everybody. Right, right, exactly. You don't have to buy separate. Right. Um, so, I have to... Let, let's put it out there. The um, uh, um you know, hold on. Yeah, uh, uh, Amazon. That's wrong. <laughs> so I, I, I vote Quadratech. I'm Quad. By the by, the time you buy two or three pair of Amazon because you've you're had at, to replace right, them, you're at, you're at the Quadratech. And that's always price. the issue. I mean, besides the shipping pattern, the quadru- the the Amazon lights don't last. Yeah. And the lenses fog over. And oh, they, they get moisture. Right, and, they're a softer plat. You know, yeah. Yeah. You know, where so the Quadratech is a quality yep. product. And it looks quality. It, 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 I I think that 
is okay. probably its strongest. Even even though the beam pattern is fantastic, right. it's bright as shit. It's a cool looking light. It's a good looking light. Yeah. I'm a, I, and the other part with the Amazon, well, it's like I said, Amazon, um, they look cheap. Yeah. The only time they look good is when they're in a the box. <laughs> Absolutely, before you unpack them. Um, so let's let's go ahead. I I. Th- I, Scott pulls out a real big, a real big important thing we haven't even talked about uh, is the right. DOT certification. Right. A lot of those Amazon lights may say DOT so let's, certified. Let's just throw that out there right now. DOT but they're certification not. is Department of Transportation and, yep. and um, FAEJ. So there's an actual designation from Society of Automotive Engineers that delineates lights, yep. variations of lights, and the light has to have that. Or it's not uh, a legit front light right. or, or light period. You can't use it legally on a vehicle. Right. Um, so, you know, uh, chances are if you're getting an Amazon light, they may not be. They may not be. They may not be. So, I I think just going around the table, Quadratech. Oh, absolutely. All right, Quadratech's the undisputed winner of this week. I'll update it. Um, so I, it looks like it's going to be. Oracle truck lights, Quadratech, and I don't well, know. we uh, we still have to. We have one more week before yeah. we get to the the semifinals. Yeah. So, then, so what we're gonna do is the winner, winner get winner winner of this competition will get a Jeep Life sticker sent to. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. I love it. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, but uh, I love that. I had such a good time off-roading yesterday, yeah, living that Jeep life with with the guys um, celebrating Neil's birthday, stealing his cookies. Um, yeah. Cookies? Oh, his cookies, dude. Cookies. Taco chip. Yum, yum. I need to hang out more. I you you do. You, the you're, you're the periphery. I am, dude. Come on, come well, on in the circle. I'm, I'm we'll we'll this. welcome you in with, like with open arms. And look in. <laughs> I love it. Uh, but... I want everybody to send us your thoughts. Let us know what you think. Send us an email at info at Yeah, I like it. And, you know, you're always struggling with the number for our voicemail. Leave us a voicemail. We'll play it. <laughs> Whatever that freaking number is. 484 <laughs> Operators are standing by to take that voicemail. A.K.A. Google. Google, yeah, absolutely. Just leave us a message, man. Yeah, and... and and ladies, Go Patreon, ahead. you know, become a Patreon subscriber. Let us know and how much you love the, the as show. As I always say it every week, since you're listening, you already found us. So go tell a friend. Go tell, tell a, friend. a fellow Jeeper. Go tell yeah. somebody. By the week, we might be bringing back Jeep of the Week oh. for Season 3. Ooh, that'd be... Let me tell you, I was driving behind a TJ yesterday yeah. that I actually had to pull over when he pulled into AutoZone. I was like, dude. Awesome rig. Yeah. I love it. He said he just put about five grand back into it. Oh, nice. To br- put it, get it back on the road, new tranny, a whole bunch of other stuff. Yep. Like, the thing was beautiful. And I was like, super respect. I hope he finds us. I hope he listens. Oh, that's awesome. Maybe a shout out to him. And, you know, season three is coming up. It uh, is. It, it, and more to come. And just like how we got better in season two, we're going to get better and more content for season three. I'm excited about it. Hey, everybody, for my good friend Don, my good friend Bill, myself, Terry, here's a big deep wave to you, everybody. Have a good night.